Hey guys. I hope the end of my sigh was at the very I beginning. I think of it that. is. I think it was. And if Good. not, never mind. Um I let out a really big sigh. Yeah. It's a really big sigh kind of a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had to cough really quick. Hold on. Okay. Hi everybody. It's Met Egg. Okay, so you're the singer now? No, that was just a little rip off of a Bear in the Big Blue House song because that's what I watched a little bit ago. Oh, not with her kids. She just likes to watch it sometimes. <laughs> he has to see the Luna song, um, the goodbye song at night before he goes to bed. And then I have to sing it to him before bed. Yeah, that's true. I've also had to sing it to him before to get him to sleep. Yes. So anyway, hi, it's Meg. Hi, it's Nathan. And this is You're Gonna Die, Bitch. And it's a podcast that we made. Yes. Oh my God. Wait, no, I was just thinking that. I'm really glad you said that. I was thinking about that. (laughs) How has your week been? Um, Honestly, I kind of don't really remember it just because all week has been like last week i don't know the like three-day weekend made it feel like last week didn't end uh i will say not a horror movie but i'm gonna plug it anyway everybody needs to go see bottoms in a movie theater near you because it is so fucking hilarious i went and saw it by myself on friday because i wanted to see it so bad but like all my friends were busy so i was like bitch fuck it i'm gonna go see it by myself And so I did, and it was so fucking funny that I saw it again on Sunday night with my friends. And honestly, I'll probably see it again sometime soon. It's so good. So everyone go watch it. If you you like gay people, other movie. (laughs) Wait, hold on. If you like gay people and fight clubs, you'll love this movie. Wait, what? (laughs) It's about two geek lesbians that start a fight club to get their crushes. Oh, bitch. I'm in. It's really fucking funny. Wait, what other movie are you talking about? The one that you saw with mom. Oh, (laughs) that came out in 2018. (laughs) Yeah. That one's for you're going to cry, bitch. Yeah, last night, (laughs) last night, my mom and I went and saw a screening of the movie Beautiful Boy with Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet. And it was for like a series that this local theater is doing like discussing like addiction it was it was it's very interesting i what didn't know doing. that was why you guys went yeah they're they're having like a bunch of resources and like every tuesday this month they're showing like a different film that Wait, has to do with like addiction yeah that's lit okay good for them yeah it's really cool it, and it was a really good movie but not as exciting as bottoms <laughs> well yeah very different very different subject matters. Yeah. But yeah, I'm basically just waiting for this week to end because I'm going back to my college town this weekend to help with some acapella auditions. And I'm really oh, that's excited why you're going that. down? Yeah. Oh. So very excited for that. Fun uh, fact, both Nathan and I did college acapella. And fun fact, I'm guest judging both of the groups that we did. Shut their up, auditions really? This year. Yeah, I am. I love that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm an acapella celebrity at Ohio University. So yes. I, uh, I get to go back and guest judge auditions, and it's really fun. 
I would that would make me like an acapella D-lister. I feel like. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I kind of like. <laughs> I kind of like really outshone you. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did, but it's okay. I'm. I'm fine. She's okay with that. <laughs> uh, how was your week? Um, it was good. I too had to think about it because it's been somewhat traumatizing. Um, (laughs) no it was really only friday that was traumatizing um i had to testify in court and for her job for her my job she's not a criminal (laughs) only on the weekends yeah Um, yeah so friday was just really stressful um saturday through monday were good we went up north to my in-laws and it was just a really good weekend it was really chill I got to actually sleep in because my in-laws watched our kid in the mornings. Yeah. That was nice. Um, And then yesterday was actually good too, because I ended up getting to leave work like as soon as I got there and it was pretty great, but I very much paid for that plus like 10 times more today. So yeah. (laughs) Rip, rip Ripperoni. Yeah. And I am also looking forward to this weekend, but it's because the it's the first weekend that I haven't had anything to do and like no one's coming to our house. Um and we're not going somewhere in like a while. And Isn't that so nice? Yes. So that's what like, we're gonna take Milo to the zoo and um... Yeah, maybe go furniture shopping. I don't know. We're we're just going to see what we're feeling. So I'm excited. I see. I love a weekend like that. Last weekend, like Labor Day weekend was my first weekend like that in like a long time. And like fr- it was such a like fun filled little weekend. Like Friday night, I went to a movie by myself. Saturday night, I had like a little wine night thing with my friend. And then Sunday night, I went and saw that same movie again and then had a sleepover with my friends. And then Monday, I just rotted in bed. So it was just like, oh, it was so nice. I loved it. I like it. Um, Also, I realized, so every time we record, we talk at the beginning about what, if we like have anything that we want to discuss. And what I forgot to bring up was we have like a little video thing now. Oh, yeah. I'll let you talk about it. Shout out to my bestie, Erin. Um, she will be on the podcast eventually, I promise. Uh, but she was like working on something for class and she was like, you'll like it. I'm making it like horror themed. And I was like, oh, dope. Okay, cool. And then she texted me again, like 30 minutes later and was like, okay, like I finished making it and I like couldn't figure out how to end it. So I made it like something for you and for, for you. Oh my God. If I hear myself <laughs> say fur one more time, I'm going to lose my Soon you're going to start getting on me about it. <laughs> no, I, I don't care when other people do it. It's just it pisses me off when I do it. Okay. Um, but she was like, I decided to make it something for you. And I was like, for me? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I watched it. And it was like this cool little like horror like compilation thing. And then at the end, boom, logo for You're Gonna Die, Bitch. And the gasp, I gusped was extraordinary it was so cool but yeah you can go find that on our instagram uh you get a book pod you get a book pod yep okay yeah go to follow you get a book pod and uh, that is y g d b pod if (laughs) if my gibberish isn't working for you um but it's really cool uh I'm considering it our trailer, like a trailer for our podcast. I agree. I I think the same thing. 
Yeah. Even so. though we've done none of the movies. None of them. I, I can only dream that we had done Scream. Yeah. But. Well, I feel like, I don't know. Uh, we talked about saving Scream for like something special, like either like episode 50 or like 100 or something. But like, yeah. I don't know if I can. Because really, that. it will be a celebration if we get that far. Yeah. No, true. I don't know. We'll see. I love Scream so much. Same. I actually, oh, wait, I'm, I I'm just pretty re- indifferent about it. <laughs> I just realized you meant movies we didn't do, as in like we haven't covered them on the podcast. What? What did you? I think just thought you I meant, meant. I, like you were making a joke about how we weren't involved in any of those movies. What? Why would we have been involved? <laughs> I don't in know those movies. Listen, my brain is mush. <laughs> Like, nothing is making sense. I'm like, well, actually, I was involved in the 1996 (laughs) film Scream. I was a production assistant. (laughs) As a zygote. At the age of negative four. I could have been in it, my two-year-old genius ass. (laughs) Okay, well, on that note, let's let's keep it pushing. Oh, yes, thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. You rock. You'll get to meet Aaron eventually. Probably here soon within the next month, honestly. Exciting. But, uh, so, what movie are we talking about today, Megan? (sighs) This week, Nathan picked a movie that is one of the, not very few, but I would say few, movies that actually scared me. And we watched The Strangers from 2008. Yeah, we did. I'm just gonna jump right into the background. Yep. Because uh, it'll it'll spit out like most of the information about it. Uh, okay, so The Strangers. Uh, it was written and directed by Brian Bertino, uh, and it came out May 30th, 2008. But it was filmed in the fall of 2006. It was supposed to come out summer 2007, but for some reason it kept getting pushed back. So then it finally came out about like a year and a half later and may of 2008 uh so it stars scott speedman who is definitely in some things that i can't think of uh Liv tyler who is the ultimate nepo baby daughter of steven tyler of aerosmith and she was i feel like she's best known for armageddon and this movie i think uh and then scott Glenn speedman Howerton. was in the underworld movies oh i don't care about that and gray's anatomy uh, oh, who in Grey's Anatomy? He was um, Nick Marsh. I think he, I think he's with Meredith. Oh, at the moment. Oh, so he's like currently on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, he didn't start till like season fifteen, I think. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's Scott Speedman. Yep. Uh, and then we have Glenn Howerton, who is uh, Dennis, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So see if you've seen that show, seeing him in this movie was crazy. Uh, and then we have, as the strangers, we have Kip Weeks, Lauren Margulis, and Gemma Ward. Uh, Why does Gemma unknown. Ward sound familiar? Uh, she was in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I've never seen any of those. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it had a budget of $9 million, and it made $82.4 million at the box office. So, like, not bad, not bad. Uh, and it was inspired by the Manson family murders of Sharon Tate, as that. well as an experience that the writer-director Brian Bertino had as a kid, in which somebody knocked on his door and asked if someone was home, 
And then they were like, no. And then the person <laughs> left. And then later on, they found out that there was like a string of break-ins happening. And he was like, oh my God, what if that was who did it? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it is very mixed, critically review speaking. Uh, so it got a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 6.1 on IMDb. So both very middle of the road type scores. Um And I have a positive and a negative quote from two reviews that kind of sum up both sides. So the first one is a positive review from James Berardinelli from Real Views. And he says, this is one of those rare horror movies that concentrates on suspense and terror rather than on gore and a high body count. And then Wesley Morris of the Boston Globe, the kind man he is, he (laughs) says... Bertino has the pretensions of an artist and the indelicacy of a hack. He tries to get under our skin with a pile driver. So like, damn. I love how your tone changed with both of them. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's what people thought. And then a fun fact that I just wanted to include was that Liv Tyler got tonsillitis while filming this because she screamed so much. So yeah. Also, I did read that she like wouldn't let the mask people like she was like i don't want to see you before we're filming the scenes so like <laughs> she like wouldn't let them show her their masks. i love that though but do <laughs> so you think they had to wear their masks like around set <laughs> if they did i would quit i don't care That's if that movie was my big fun. break i quit <laughs> uh okay so what did you think of the strangers upon rewatching it I still liked it a lot. I have more of an appreciation for it now in retrospect. Slay. Um, so yeah, I think this is like the first horror movie I saw in theaters. And so it scared the shit out of me. Um, and I don't know. There, There's just one scene in this movie that just lives rent free in my head. And it has affected how I live my life. <laughs> so, um, but I liked it a lot, actually. Um, yeah, I just have more of an appreciation for it now. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I also definitely liked it a lot more watching it this time than I did last time. Don't remember when that was, but I remember before watching it. Today, I was like, uh, it's kind of boring. Don't really love it that much. But after watching it today, I was like, okay, you know what? I kind of fuck with this. Because mm-hmm. I do really agree with what that one reviewer said where it like concentrates on the suspense and like the fear element yes. of it rather than like scary, scary, like blood and guts type shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I was going somewhere else with that, but I guess I'm not. So... <laughs> Because, like, my brain disappeared. So I don't know what else I was going to say. But anyway, should we jump into recapping? Yes. Okay. Slay. All right. So we start out, uh, as all freaking horror movies do uh, from this era, where it's like, the movie you're about to see is inspired by true events. This man's voice. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'll do a better one. (laughs) The movie you are about to see is, like, inspired by true events. Uh, So, basically, it's, like, the FBI reports, insert number here, violent break-ins a year. And then James Hoyt and Kristen McKay, this happened to them on, like, (laughs) this day in 2005. (laughs) And then we cut to two little Mormon boys uh, standing outside a house. 
with like a busted ass house, like door open, shit going crazy, and like a burnt ass, busted ass car. And they're like looking upon the house. And like, as this is happening, we hear a 911 call like being played over it from like a distressed little boy named Jordan, who we can only assume is one of the little Mormons. And he's like freaking out. He's like, there's blood everywhere. He's crying, blah, blah, blah. And as this is happening, we're being shown the house. And there, as he said, is blood everywhere. Like on the walls, there's like corpses laying around. Like the house is just a fucking wreck. Like bitches fucked this place up. And then it's like title card, the strangers. (laughs) And then, so we cut to Kristen and James. They're in the car at a red light. It's awkward as fuck. It's silent as fuck. (laughs) Kristen's crying. James looks like he wants to die. Uh, And they're like returning home to like a summer house that's owned by James's parents uh, after they were just at a friend's wedding. So things are really tense. We don't really know why yet. But they're like barely talking. The two get home and the whole house is decorated very romantically. Like there's rose petals everywhere like there's a beautiful spread on the table with like candles and champagne and blah, blah, blah. And Kristen's like, when did you do this? And he's like, well, Mike helped me set up everything while you were out with friends. Like I thought you would like it. Like the tension is just big here. And you can tell that this was supposed to be some big romantic thing and it's not really going well. Okay. So it's supposed to be romantic. It's not. The girls are very uncomfortable. So Kristen goes and takes a bath and then James sits down and pulls out some ice cream and like sadly eats it. And then he (laughs) also starts drinking some champagne and then he reaches in his pocket and like puts down on the table an engagement ring box. And so this gives us a little um, flashback moment where like they're at the wedding. It's all cutesy fun. He goes and sits at the table with her and he's like, Hey, like come talk to me outside. And she's like, okay. And then they go outside. He's like carrying her. It's all cute. They're drunk. And he's like, she's like, what do you want to talk about? And then he's like, pulls out the ring and you can see on her face that she's like, Oh fuck. Mm -hmm. I'm not into this. (laughs) And then it cuts back to them at the house So we now know he proposed and she was like, nah. And so (laughs) Kristen gets out of the bath. She comes and sits at the table with James. They have like a little conversation. Um, And so then they end up like hugging. Like it's very emotional. They're hugging. And then they're like touching on each other and they're about to fuck. And then there's like a knock at the front door and they're like, bitch, what the fuck? It's like 4 a.m. right now. Like, who is this? And so they go to the open the door And there's, like, a young blonde bitch standing there. And, like, the light is off, so you can't really see her face. And James goes to turn on the light, and it doesn't work. And then they're like, um, hey, girl. And she's like, is Tamara home? And he's like, uh. We need, like, a sound to play when the reference from the last episode. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. (laughs) She goes, is Tamara home? And he's like, no. uh, Hurricane, you have the wrong house. And she's like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> leaves. She talks like a freak. Uh, yeah. So she leaves and, like, disappears off into the night. And then they're both kind of like, what the fuck was that? And so James <laughs> goes outside and, like, screws the light bulb. It was slightly unscrewed, so that's why it wasn't turning on. And then he comes back in. The sexual, like, energy is no longer there. <laughs> like, they're both back to being, like, depressy and sad. And so she's like, 
she being Kristen, she's like, I'm out of cigarettes. And then he's like, I'll go get some. I need to clear my head. And so he oh God, leaves. Remember when people smoked cigarettes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he leaves and is like going. Yes. So we had a little awkward as fuck moment. We had a little, oh, they going to fuck moment. We had a little, who is this bitch moment. <laughs> and now Kristen's at the house alone. Um, she turns on some really creepy ass music and starts. Okay. Yes. You there. All right, cool. So Kristen's at the house alone. She turns on some really creepy music and starts drinking and all of a sudden there's more knocking at the door except it's not even knocking it's like too loud yeah (laughs) (laughs) and Kristen's like who is it and the other girl is like Nathan oh she's like is Tamara home (laughs) (laughs) and Kristen is like nah and I'm not gonna open the door for you she's like you already came here and then the girl says, Are you sure? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Kristen, I don't think she doesn't dignify that like, with an answer. Locks the door, right? <laughs> doesn't she lock I the door? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So, then a little bit later, um, before he left, what's his face? James had started a fire, and the fire, um, the fireplace was blocked, so it set the smoke detector off. And Kristen like pulls the alarm off the ceiling and it like hits the floor and breaks. And then there's banging at the door again. And Kristen's like, the fuck? I don't like this shit. She locks all the doors, goes to call James on her cell phone, her flip phone. Slay 2005. It is yes, it is dead course this is why you always keep your fucking phone charged and she plugs in her phone and calls james on the house phone and she's like hey where are you when are you gonna be here but like seriously where are you where are you at and then the phone line goes dead so it is not until then that she finally changes her fucking clothes because the whole t- I need to talk about what the fuck this bitch puts on. I wrote about it in yes. my notes, but I need to rant about it right now. <laughs> they established that it's like 4 to 5 a.m., okay? And, like, normal people, like, would be about to go to bed. So what does she put on? Jeans and a flannel. <laughs> like, just say you wanted her to be in a final girl outfit without saying you wanted her yep. to be in a final girl outfit. Because, like, a normal bitch would put on, girl. like a tank top and some sweatpants or like some shorts or something. But like, it's four in the morning. This bitch puts on jeans and a flannel. Like, shut up. Anyway, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) So then she starts smoking. And this is that scene I talked about. Oh, yeah. That lives in my head. She is looking kind of out the window of there's a sink there's, so there's a sink, there's a, by the way. Um, <laughs> there's a window above the kitchen sink, and she's looking at it. And we can see into the house behind her where there's also a hallway. And as she is standing there smoking, a man steps into that doorway of the Ooh. hallway. And he has a fucking 
smack <laughs> on his head with eyes and a mouth cut out. Um, and for like 30 seconds, he's just watching her. Vibing as fuck. Um, yep. And <laughs> then she turns around and he is not there. Yeah, he gone. So then after he's not there anymore, uh, there's like more knocking as fuck at the front door, like banging at this point. And Kristen's like, I'm scared. And so she grabs a knife and she starts going towards the door. And as she's on her way to the door, she sees the smoke alarm, which was, as we last saw it, broken, lying on the floor, has been put back together and is sitting neatly in the center of a dining room chair. And she's like, um... I'm going to piss my pants and scream and throw up. And she's scared. So she's like, bitch, I'm going to gra- grab my cell phone. And then it's not there, obviously. And so she's like, okay, now I'm scared, scared. And so she hears something like hit the wind chimes and like there's noises on the back patio. So she goes over to the sliding glass door, which is covered with a curtain. And she like gears up, gets her courage and like pulls it open. And her courage is immediately taken away as the man in the mask is standing there. And he like bangs on the window at her. Right there. And so she fucking freaks the fuck out as one does and bumps into the record player, which knocks the needle off the track, which is like has it uh, repeating the same phrase over and over, which does get a little bit annoying after about 30 seconds. I just think it's fucking it, it, creepy. It's creepy at first, but then, like, you're like, oh, my God, when is this done? Like, Yeah, because it's, like, this really, it like... stops playing. <laughs> what? It's, like, is life going to ever be the same again where it was when it wasn't playing? Yeah, it's, like, this really, like, discordant, like... It's, ooh, like, a phrase ooh. where, like, words are being said, but, like, because of how it's cut, no words are being said, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's creepy. Uh, yeah. So... It's oh my god! What is that um thing where you can hear them saying two different words? Oh, like the brainstorm green needle thing. Yeah, I don't know. it's yeah. bad though. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> uh, so she is flipping the fuck out. She uh runs. Oh wait, no, not yet. So <laughs> the front door like opens <laughs> a little bit. And like a dumbass, she like inches towards it slowly. Uh huh. And then opens it and sees, like, a bitch in a doll face mask. And she, like, freaks out, closes the door. She's like, bitch, what the fuck? And so she then runs. She closes the door and locks it. I don't remember if I said that. But she then runs and hides in the bedroom. And, like, there's banging all across the house, at the door, like, blah, blah, on the windows. And she's like, go away! And then uh, (laughs) the knocking stops. And then the vinyl, like, album stops skipping. So like someone moved it. And so she's pissing herself. And then like you hear footsteps coming down the hall and she's flipping the fuck out. And then James comes in. He's like, what's going on? (laughs) Oh, the footsteps though. It's very. So then she's like freaking the fuck out. Rightfully so. Like sobbing. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's like trying to tell him what happened, but he is like, a stupid cunt. Yeah, is being real dismissive. 
and he's like we're gonna walk through the house and i'm gonna show you that like nobody is the thing that was Um, so annoying to me is that what she said to him was there was a man in the mask outside the sliding glass door and then his patronizing ass walks around the house and is like see there's no one in here like she never fucking said there was like she says it later but she hadn't at that point so that pissed me off Uh, oh it's it's uh no we don't like it so they walk through the house he's like look no one's here whatever and he's like oh she's imagining this blah 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 then she's looking out the window and she's like hey 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 look look who's outside and it's doll face and she just like standing like 100 yards away just like staring at being a freak and yeah james is like oh shit let me go get my phone because i left it in my car dumb and he goes out there and his car is fucked the fuck up Uh, you it makes me wonder how they didn't hear that (laughs) same because it looks like there's like a sledgehammer through the windshield um it it's fucked and his phone is gone and then a fucking hand touches the back of his neck and when he turns around there is nothing and no one there which brings me to one of my points how the fuck are these people disappearing so i don't know and also i was thinking about it how were they getting in and out of the house like it didn't show a back door no they have powers so Yes, they do. So, oh, and then he sees her a few feet away. And he's like, hey, can you fucking leave? And Kristen pokes her head out and he goes to look at her. And when he turns around, she's fucking gone because she's a ninja, I guess. (laughs) And so he goes back to the house and his cell phone is sitting on the piano and the battery is taken out and james is like yeah we're we're gonna go (laughs) yeah so after he's now been inconvenienced he's like wait this is real like yeah bitch she's been telling you believe women Mm. uh so they go outside and he's like come on we're getting in the car even though it's fucked up as hell and the tires are literally slashed um but they're like starting to back up and then a truck like zooms up onto the scene and is like behind them and it reveals a secret third bitch who is wearing a pinup girl mask and so (laughs) they like turn around see her in the truck they're like what the fuck and then they turn to the front of the car and they see the dude in the mask and so they're like um help and then at that point the third bitch pinup girl like rear ends them hard as fuck and just keeps like crashing their into the car like basically just making it undrivable (laughs) like sorry queens but you're not going anywhere so james and Kristen freak out scramble back into the house uh she's like is there a gun he's like i'm looking and she's like is there a gun he's like bitch i said i'm looking and then he (laughs) finds one and so then they get the gun go back into the bedroom and they see on the bedroom window the word hello has been written all over it in like red either like lipstick or marker or something. I don't know. It kind of looked like lipstick, but 
And the gun they find just happens to be a fucking yeah. shotgun. Uh, so then they like go in the closet. They're looking for bullets. And then like he's trying to put the gun together and put bullets in it. He's like, Loki, like, I don't even know how to do this. Like, I don't even know how to put bullets in this. And then she's like, what? I thought you said you went hunting with your dad. And he's like, um, I lied about that. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so they are like, so guess they go thought. back into the living room with the gun. And the sackhead dude uh, starts to like break down the door with an axe. And so they push the piano over to the door to like block it. And, like, sack-faced dude has made a big enough hole where James, like, aims at him with the gun and shoots, but he misses. And then they go to a room down the hall, and they're, like, just sitting there with the gun. He's like, I, like, we are not fucking dying. Like, we are going to sit here until the police comes or help comes or what, and I'm going to shoot these fuckers when they try to walk through this door. Yeah. So the person who walks through the door is James's friend, Mike, who he had talked about earlier, who was the friend who helped him set up. James had also called him earlier in the night and was like, hey, can you come get me? Because this is awkward <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and so he um, gets to the house and a fucking huge ass, huge ass rock gets thrown through his windshield. Um, he walks up to the house and hears fucking mama tried playing really loud on the record player i just like that song and this <laughs> me to hear it in this movie <laughs> um and he comes through the back door and we see fucking doll face behind him and then he's like looking around the house he sees that it's a fucking disaster he starts walking down the hallway as he's walking down the hallway bag face comes up behind him and is holding up his axe the music james like walking down the hallway um the music stops all of a sudden at that moment mike steps into the doorway and says hello and james shoots the gun and basically blows a giant asshole in the side of my yeah and he dies instantly. Um, James goes to like check it out and realizes it's his best friend and freaks the fuck out. Um, then James, it's like sad. He like tries to keep Kristen from seeing who it is. Yeah, that was sad. And yeah. So. They, like, have a moment about that, rightfully so. And James is like, I'm going to go out to the shed. There's, like, an old ham radio out there, and I'm going to try to call for help. When he opens the door, um, the people have painted killer on the door, <laughs> which is just fucked petty. up. Petty. <laughs> yeah, petty as fuck. And he goes to look outside and he before going out to the barn, and then he sees pinup girl have we said her name yeah okay but we're not so, calling the other dude by his name we're calling no, him like sack no. face and baghead but in in <laughs> yeah. the movie he's credited as the man in the mask but like yeah that's not good enough he's sack face no we're baghead yeah yeah i agree so sorry i just got a random text message that confused me 
Um, so he sees pinup girl. Um, he tries to shoot at her while he's also down on the ground. And he tries to shoot at her with a shotgun while he's down on the ground. <laughs> okay, but is he on the ground, though? He is on the ground. <laughs> Fully on the ground on his stomach. Um, but then fucking Bagface runs up behind him at full speed. Yeah. <laughs> and Kristen goes looking for him because she's like, mm, I know there's a fucker in here, so I'm gonna get out. And she leaves the house, falls and twists her ankle. Because of course. Of course. <laughs> and then is basically followed through the yard by Pinup Girl. Um, she gets to the bar and she starts like fucking with the radio. And she's like trying to get a hold of anybody. And then all of a sudden Pinup Girl comes fucking crashing through the window to like does she put a sledgehammer yeah, on the radio? Does. Okay, yeah. And then that gets all fucked Yeah, up. so Kristen's like, fuck, man. And so she leaves the barn. She's, like, crawling back towards the house because the bitch can't walk. And so then she sees <laughs> Dollface Bitch is sitting on the swing set menacingly. And then Pinup Girl is, like, in front of the barn menacingly. Everyone's being a menace. <laughs> and then Kristen, like, makes her way inside. She can't find James. And then the power goes out suddenly. And so... Then Sackhead, Bagface, whatever, he comes <laughs> in the front door, but, like, doesn't see her. So she's like, um, okay, slay. And so then she hides in the pantry <laughs> as he's, like, walking around, doing whatever. And uh, she's, like, hiding in the pantry, and it has slits, shutters, like, as its door. So she's just, like, watching him. <laughs> um, and Ugh. he's, like, he's just, like, walking around. And then he, like, sits at the table for a minute. And then, like, gets up and then leaves again. And then Dollface comes in and she's, like, looking around. In a jump scare She's moment. looking around, like, sees, like, the engagement ring and blah, blah, blah. And then she, like, boom, jumps at the fucking door. She's like, I know you're in there, bitch. And then Kristen's like, ah! And then she, like, comes out. And then Kristen and Dollface <gasps> kind of have, like, a little face-off moment. And then, like, so she's, like, sitting... Dollface is over at the kitchen table being a menace. And Kristen is like standing in front of the <laughs> kitchen, like the pantry door. And she's like, he's going to kill you. And then Dollface doesn't say shit. Cause she's like, bitch, yeah, the fuck. Right. And so <laughs> then she like picks up a knife and then Kristen like grabs a really fucking tiny knife out of the drawer. And yeah. so I thought it was a potato. So did I literally first. so did I, <laughs> uh, but so like, they're like having a little face off and then Dollface is just like not scared at all and is like coming towards her and then that's when Sackface Baghead uh comes in holding James by his shirt collar he's like fucked him up a little bit and Kristen's like he's like Kristen run bitch and then Kristen's like okay running and so she runs to the bedroom and the window won't open and the lights come back on and she's like creeping towards the hallway trying to find an escape and then as soon as she gets to the doorway Sackface Baghead grabs her ass like <laughs> throws her ass and like slams her head into the wall and she like passes out as fuck and so she falls on the floor and he's dragging her down the hall and then she's like unconscious for like 10 seconds and then like she wakes up and is like clawing at the floor and the wall getting blood everywhere and then the screen fades to black yeah so then 
all of a sudden it's daylight, like real daylight. And the strangers are like looming over Kristen and James and they're tied to these chairs. Um, Kristen's back in her fucking dress. <laughs> they made her change her fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's back in the dress and Kristen is like crying and she says, why are you doing this to us? And Dollface says that lovely line. Oh, um, because you were home. <laughs> Which is fucked and up. And then we see, yes, yeah, so fucked up. Like that line, oh, that line. Um, and then we see that each of them are removing their masks, but we do not see their faces. Um, the camera cuts away before or, you know, stops and it's really creepy it's really creepy um and then they take turns stabbing james and kristen which is just i don't know it's just a really yeah it's just really fucking brutal yeah yeah so they're like they're sitting next to each other and first they start stabbing james and they each stab him and then they start stabbing kristen and like you just hear their reactions to being stabbed like repeated as it pans away um and then we see a pickup truck that has we're assuming the strangers in it and as it drives down the road there are those two mormon kids from the beginning of the movie and they have these religious pamphlets that oh my god what do they say uh christianity saves or something or like live Christianity yeah, or something. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. So the fucking truck stops. And what I love about this is that pinup girl has to get out of the truck. So <laughs> she lets her. She just this. like lets her get out. She's like, yeah. oh, whatever. <laughs> and Dollface gets out because Dollface is sitting in the middle. And Dollface gets out of the truck and she goes up to the boys and she's like, can I have one? And one of the boys. It's like, are you a sinner? <laughs> and she says, Oh, um, sometimes. <laughs> and then the boys start walking away. Dollface goes and gets back into the truck. And then you hear Pinup Girl say, It'll be easier next time. And they drive off. Then we see the two boys and they're getting to the house and they just, you know, walk inside this house and are just doing all their own investigating. Um, cause they see that the house is fucked up. There's blood everywhere. Um, it's pretty fucking scary. They see corpses. Yeah. James is dead and Kristen is in the hallway and one of these fucking kids just goes right up to her fucking body. Like she looks yeah. dead. Like, he clearly thinks she is dead, but just, like, walks right up to her and is like, I'm gonna touch you. (laughs) And just as he goes to touch her, she grabs his arm and screams and it cuts. And that's it. Yeah. So that's the strangers. Uh, (laughs) so. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm where I'm going. So okay. okay. Uh what was your favorite scene? We're gonna do favorite scene this week because I feel like there wasn't really a whole bunch of I death. was hoping yeah. for that. <laughs> um, because the deaths were just sad. Um 
my favorite scene is when Kristen is in the closet. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, And she is just watching as Bagface does, you know, just has a little moment and to himself. And it's just really eerie. Yeah. I think my favorite scene is the most fucking depressing one in which uh, James accidentally shoots Mike because it's so well done. And also it's like, I said something about this in my notes, but I'll just say it right now. It is so fucked that this is a movie about like murderers and they had Mike get shot in the head by his best friend on accident. Like that is like, that is the number one thing I think of when I think about this movie is like how that happens. Cause it's just so fucked up, but also like so good to like put into the movie, you know, I don't know, but I think that has to be, my fave uh tropes i guess couple stranger Stranger in the house uh that's kind of all i can think of i don't know okay what would you rate (laughs) this movie um i've been thinking about this and i think i'm gonna put it at a four oh shit okay reasoning yeah um I don't know. I I just I have so much more appreciation for it now, which is you know really weird. Um, and I just really liked watching it, and I think it is still scary. Um, just because because you were home, yeah, you know? fucked. So I was um talking to one of my friends at work today, and she I told her we were talking about this movie tonight, and she's like, "Oh, have you seen Funny Games?" and I was like, oh shit, yes, but not in years. Um, and it made me want to add that movie to the list because that it they're very similar. I fun think. and games? Funny Oh games. funny games. What is oh, hold on, I'm looking yes. that up on nineteen ninety seven? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. Uh yes. so I think I would rate this a four out of five because I really, really love how it makes you live in like the fear and the suspense. Uh, I don't know. I just think because of that, it can get a little boring if you're not careful. Like mm-hmm. there were a few moments where I was like, all right, let's keep it pushing, please. <laughs> uh, and I think, I think another reason why it's only a four is I don't know just like horror movies with small casts it has to be so good the way it is that it doesn't make me wish that there was more people and this one didn't quite get there um just because I was like yeah like I like the whole like they're scaring them and torturing them thing before they like are actually gonna kill them but like I don't know. It just kind of would have been, I would be interested to see how this would play out with multiple people, uh, which we literally will see what happens when it plays out with multiple people next week. But anyway, (laughs) um, okay. Moving along to notes roulette. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, okay. Well, pick. Okay. Um, true events. My ass uh girl change your damn clothes because she would not take that fucking dress off for the longest time <laughs> she was like it makes me feel pretty um, yeah 
this is why you don't propose until y'all have talked no, about it. No, I literally, I said that out loud to myself like three times. I was like, why would you propose if you not had a conversation? Freaks. Um, do women actually help dudes undo their buckles and pants and shit? Or am I just lazy? <laughs> um, both. <laughs> um, hi, bitch, bye. <laughs> Uh, how did the fucking light bulb get unscrewed? Yeah, she kind of killed the mood. No, bitch, Tamara is not home. Um, I would be screaming, crying, shitting my pants. Why would you open the fucking curtains? Where did that bitch go? Um, oh, that poor piano. Maybe don't blow a hole through the door. Announce yourself when you come in a house. I said the exact same thing. Have you heard how dad like thinks I'm, I do a funny thing because I told him about it. Okay. He, I told him once that anytime I have to come back into the house after he thinks I left, I like usually sing or something so that he knows it's me. And so that literally anytime I'm coming home, anytime I'm coming home late at night, I will send a text in a group chat to mom and dad saying, I'll be home in about like 20 to 30 minutes. Please don't shoot me. Like I've done that multiple times. Like, and I told him that once and he just like thinks it's funny. It's not funny because it's a real (laughs) fear we have to have. Yes. Yes. So announce yourself when you come to the house. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Um, aw, poor Mike. Oh, James is ready to fuck shit up now. Um, fucking baghead. Dark Vader ass bitch. Uh, oh, now she wears the ring because at some point she put the engagement ring back on. <laughs> <laughs> and it got stuck Well, I think that, oh, wait, when did that happen? Like, near the beginning. Oh, of the damn, she cold and nasty yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, and then I have, I think this is my favorite line. Bro's like, oh my God, dude, you can't just ask people if they're a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Good ones. Good ones. Okay. Here's mine. Uh, this car ride has to be so fucking awkward. OMFG. Uh, <laughs> that's what you get for proposing at a wedding. I'm glad she told your ass no. No offense, nope. but if I proposed and she said no, and then later on she was hugging me and shit, I'd be like, bitch, get off. <laughs> same uh, because and then directly petty. after that oh so now they're <laughs> fucking I guess uh, what was this bitch gonna do if they were actually like oh yeah Tamara is here I'll go get her <laughs> like what was the plan uh, the strangers actually decided to terrorize him because he littered that bottle of champagne in the yard uh, they're only playing creepy music on their record player like what do you guys expect to happen uh, I want to know why her ass put on jeans and a flannel when it's 4 a.m. Uh, smoking inside the house, bitch, you have no decorum. Uh, why is he telling her to stop crying like there are literally masked killers? Oh, this is where I kind of went off because he was pissing me off so bad. Uh, you simply yeah. looked down the hallway and said, nobody's out here. Like you did something. Uh, Why is his stupid ass showing her that there's nobody in the house when she literally said she saw him outside? Why are men so quick to try to prove women wrong rather than listen to them? And I stand by that. Uh, Okay. Oh, earlier I said, does she not have a cell phone? And then we saw the shot of the cell phone in the fire. And I said, oh, they do have cell phones. They're just in the fire. 
what's fucked up about these bitches is that they're going out of their way to scare the fuck out of them before they kill them. Uh, it's like orcas. They play with their Yeah. A uh, weird thing to lie about. Parentheses, hunting. Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry to Mike, but why would you not announce yourself in any way, shape, or form? Especially if it looks like some shit went down. Yep. Uh, not they wrote killer on the door. Disrespectful as hell. Uh, why does this bitch keep clanging and banging shit in the barn? There are strangers <laughs> trying to get you. Oh, I, this one made me laugh as I was writing it. I said, OMG, she found a mic. She's going to make a podcast. <laughs> uh, this is another really good one. This is about baghead sack face. I said, big old heavy breathing ass fatty. <laughs> Um, and then I said, fell down a rabbit hole thinking about these three coordinating <laughs> schedules to go kill and what their day jobs might be. <laughs> Same. Um, oh, I said, why'd she say you're going to die like that? Because it was the blonde bitch and she said it like this. She was like, you're going to die. <laughs> I want to know what their group No, they're like, like, killing tonight, killing tonight, queen killing tonight have you seen that meme oh, like, okay yeah. yeah it's it looks like that uh and their group name would just be the fucking skull <laughs> uh oh no like seriously does mask dude have asthma is he okay why is he wheezing so bad uh these bitches have been running around all night i know they're sweating as fuck oh and the masks i meant the mask people not the others uh, why did they make her change outfits? Is it because they were also mad that she put on a flannel and jeans? Uh, this is my favorite one that I wrote the entire movie. And it's the second to last one. I said, imagine these three do their face reveal and they're ugly as fuck. Would you call them ugly knowing you were going to die anyway? <laughs> Like, if they were just ugly as shit, and you knew they were going to die, if I knew I was going to die, and they were ugly as fuck, as soon as they took off their mask, I'd be like, ew, now I see why you're doing this. You're literally ugly. And I'm I'm not just saying that because you're going to kill me. Um, And then my final note is, these little boys are winning the I don't give a fuck awards. Why weren't they scared until she woke up and screamed? (laughs) Because they were walking through the house with, like, blank ass faces, did not give a single fuck. And then yeah. she woke up and screamed, and that's when apparently he's crying, calling 911. Yeah. But, like, before that, they were just walking around like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, stupid. Interesting. But, yeah, those are all my notes. Good ones. Thanks. Good Thank ones. you. Okay. So. That's the end of this episode. Uh... Next time you hear from us, we will be talking about the sequel to this movie, The Strangers Pray at Night, uh, which will be really fun. And fun fact, behind the scenes, uh, we're actually going to be recording two episodes next week. We're going to do Strangers Pray at Night, and then we are going to do another movie yet to be announced with a guest that I'm really excited about. I'm sure Megan is too. Me too. Which will also <laughs> be announced, but it'll be, it is a very fun combination and I'm very excited. Oh about yes. It. Oh yes. But yeah, before that though, you're going to hear strangers pray at night next Friday. And then oh, I almost just said it. <laughs> and then unnamed <laughs> movie with unnamed guests will be the week after that. <laughs> yeah. 
so also go to our Instagram. Yeah. You get a book. You get a book pod. pod. Okay, so since there's no hint for you guys to go comment something on, what word should we give them to like go comment on the Instagram posts? Mm -hmm. It was Tamara last week. Yeah. Oh, go comment, you're ugly. (laughs) (laughs) About the killers, the three ugly killers. Yep. Yep. Just like tell them they're ugly in the best way you would if you knew you were about to die. Just put in quotes how you would tell three ugly as fuck killers who just (laughs) revealed their faces to you how you would say to them, you're ugly, because you know there's nothing to lose. Oh, ooh, that'll be fun. I'll yeah, that'll that. be funny. If anyone actually does it, we get no comments and we sob. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay, it's guys. Fine. Like, don't even worry about it. Like, seriously, it's, it's totally, it's okay. Like, don't worry. Okay, now we're just so... acting. So. <laughs> and. <laughs> Anyway, uh, follow the Instagram. Um, you can email us if you want to tell us how much you like us or dislike yeah. us at yogitabapod at gmail. Yeah. Um, if you like listening to this shit, go give us some like ratings and reviews and tell people yeah. about us. And, Share it with yeah. your friends. I have had a few people be like, I've told like my family or my friends about your podcast. I was like, Slay, are they going to listen though? Yeah. <laughs> I... I have had people that I did not expect tell me that they're listening and it's really fucking cool. So Yay. Thanks for listening, guys. We yeah. really appreciate yeah, thanks, that. Thanks, friends. Uh so yeah, we'll catch you next week on You're Gonna Die, bitch. <laughs>